Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Secret dump. Now, I got a bone to pick. I got a boner to pick with you. Yes. Can you show the camera your little shoes that you're wearing? Okay, listen. No, just can you show? I bought these shoes for a very specific reason. Okay. For outdoor activity. Can you show the camera? Well, I don't really, I haven't really worn them with a dress, so. Well, it doesn't matter how they look. What? What's the company? They're Tevas? They're fucking Tevas, you guys. But they have tops. She fucking bought Tevas, dude. <laughs> she comes home with an ad going like, do you think these are cool? And I look at them and they're fucking Tevas. It's like, or Tevas. I know I got a lot of shit from the Israelis that listen. <laughs> that, that I wasn't pronouncing it according to the Semitic, the biblical pronunciation, Tevas. She fucking buys these fucking Tevas after roasting me to, to a crisp, making me feel all so, kind of self-conscious about wearing my Tevas. She walks in with some motherfucking Teva moon boots. How dare you? I mean, the main offense of Tevas is that they show way too much of the foot. Interesting. So you think they're well designed, and if I wore them with like a thick pair of socks, you'd be cool with it. I prefer that, yes. Really? Yes. Tevas with socks? Do you think you have beautiful toes? Ooh, you motherfucker. <laughs> How you turn this around on me? I do think I have beautiful toes. You know why? God made my toes, and God don't make junk. <laughs> Fucking Teva hypocrite. Tevacrit. That's what you are. You're a goddamn Tevacrit. Okay, well, listen. I haven't heard secrets in a while, and I really want to hear some. Yeah, I got a secret. I'm trapped in a relationship with a woman that mercilessly mocks me for my sh- footwear choice and then buys a fucking goddamn same company. This is crazy. I, I could, didn't buy the actual one. I could go on Judge Joe Brown right now with this story, <laughs> and he would grant all everything in my favor. All right, fine. Let's listen to some secrets. Hi. I just listened to Belly Button Orgasm, and I need that girl to know that she's not alone. Oh, shit. In this belly button orgasmic kind of feeling. I haven't, like, had that. I feel like she's gone that whole way where she's, like, coming, and she's just having the time of her life. I, I haven't had that moment, but I've definitely had the, like, sparks of joy down there. <laughs> I just need that girl to know she's not crazy and she shouldn't go to a doctor. And she's definitely not going to have them, quote, unquote, fix something that's, quote, unquote, wrong. Because that's just what's going on. You do you, girl. Positive vibes. Okay, well, now that I've become the advice person here, goodbye. We must have a large fan base if there's two people who can orgasm from their touching their belly button. Well, if you listen carefully, though, to what she was saying, she can't. She's like, she needs to know she's not alone. I've never had that experience, but... <laughs> I have had some sort of weird feeling once in a while. But anyway, there's nothing wrong with you, girl. Positive vibes. (laughs) How do you know? Wait, so what was her secret? I think she does feel some sexual pleasure connected to her belly button. It made me think maybe that's what the Pillsbury Doughboy is all about. (laughs) 
You know how he's all mm-hmm. really. It made you think that. Yeah, I was no, he's that. like. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, maybe he's excited about it. I would no, but it did make me think this. We need to have a motherfucking. I don't know what's a gynecologist. Is that who would it, who it would be? I don't know who it would be. A urologist, a, a belly buttonologist, on the podcast to explain if there's any physiological connection between female sexual pleasure organs and the belly button. There must be some connection. Must there? Well, I think whatever is touching your belly button, if you keep touching it, you'll finally like... Yeah? Do you feel it? A little something, Oh, really? Oh, you feel sparks? Positive vibes. (laughs) You do you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hear another secret. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. I'm a big fan of the show. I have been since day one. Um... And yeah, I feel like it's time I leave my first secret. Uh, so this is in response to the woman who said she can come by what pressing heck? on her belly button. <laughs> and I know, Moshe, at the end of that secret, you said something about how you can kind of feel it in your dick when you do some ab exercises. Um, well, that brought me back to this memory I have from a while ago where this dude was showing me a new ab exercise where basically you just sit on the ground and you have your feet straight up in front of you and you push up and just kind of try to hold yourself up in the air for as long as you can. And so I was trying this for a while and every time I do it, I'd feel this like kind of tingly sensation in my abdomen and a little bit like in my nether region and it felt pleasant and like vaguely sexual, but I didn't think too much about it until one day I was really pushing myself and was just holding myself up there in the air as long as I could uh, until I just straight up came in my short. Whoa. <laughs> Dick wasn't even hard. And I got to say, it wasn't, you know, I've had better orgasms. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. It was kind of a lame uh, one. <laughs> it's a way, I guess. So, yeah, there's got to be some sort of connection between uh, sexual pleasure and like something in our abdomen i don't know we need someone who does more about anatomy to <laughs> get on this issue but uh there you go yeah i love you guys i think you're hilarious and yeah take care he's straight up he's straight up x or blasted he abs blasted he abs blasted and it didn't it was kind of like eh. i hear what he's saying a little bit like i've had a soft come before too when i was very young it's never very satisfying it's like I've Can you ha- never say soft come again? I'm sorry. I had a soft bust before and I know what he's talking about. But anyway, that's crazy. He was just doing an abs exercise and he just blasted in his shorts. No, he was purposely trying to though. Oh, he pushed it on purpose for pleasure? Yeah. Dude, that's interesting. All right, it's official. We gotta have a I don't even know who it is that we should we would I don't ask. think my gynecologist would know. But maybe they would know who to ask. Is it an ab there's no such thing as a stomach doctor, is there? Is there gastroenterologist? But that's not the same thing. No, he's and he's probably not going to want to talk sex with us. Maybe he will though, depending on how horny he is. You know they, you know the old saying: "All men are horny." Well, that's a good one too. Um, you're not a lesbian in college until you're a lesbian <laughs> in grad school. You ever heard that one? No, it's um, it's uh, they the, even gastroenterologists need it to get some once in a while. You ever heard that? No. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it's going to be popular in the 2030s. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Um, Second-time caller, long-term listener. My secret is that in college, I did a work-study program.
program in Morocco, and on the weekends we would go on, like, uh, little weekend adventures. And one weekend we um, traveled through the Sahara Desert overnight on uh, Camelback, and we were living in, like, a dorm-style living situation um, back with our host family, and so I hadn't been able to take care of myself in some time while I was there. Uh, and realized while riding the camel that was like going up and down the sand dunes uh, that it was pretty easy to get off without being noticed. Um, and so I did that pretty much most of the uh, three-hour trek out to the desert, thank God for multiple female orgasms. Uh, but what I didn't realize was the toll it would take on my pelvis and uh, when we trekked back the three hours, I could not get back on my camel because I had kind of ground my pelvis bone into a pulp by uh, rubbing myself against the camel. Um, that's my secret. Uh, thanks for letting me get it off my chest. I love you guys. Bye. That's kind of a big one. It's really awesome. The funniest image to me is like the knowing look that the Moroccan guys must have given <laughs> each other. Like, she can't get on the camel. You know what that means, right? And they all say to themselves in Arabic, camel buster. Do you think that that's something that's common? I've never ridden a, ca- I've never <laughs> ridden a horse. Coming for three hours on a ca- on camelback <laughs> in Morocco? Yeah, it sounds pretty Not, common. No, that it, that it, it feels good. It seems like it would, I don't know. Because she immediately took to it. Well, see, because to me, I don't know what it's like to have a vagina or a clitoris, but it seems. It's definitely you like to rub it on things. Yeah, but it just seems like that kind of rubbing would be too intense. Well, your legs are open, right? Yeah. And then. Yeah, I could see it, I guess. Interesting. But horse, I guess the camel is more of like a slow ride. Yeah, like a horse is more of like a trot and you're kind of on top of it as opposed to like, I guess you're in between two. It's almost Mm -hmm. like a nice little three way or something. With two humps? Yeah. Giving a three way? No, like, you know, I don't know. You and the two humps? (laughs) What the hell? What do you think three ways are? Is this why you haven't agreed to do one? You thought it was just we get two big humps of fur and rub on them? Well, listen, no shame. No, sh- I think it's awesome. It sounds like a fun way to get across Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> the cum tour of Morocco. It's awesome. I actually did hear a really gnarly cum story about Morocco once. I, this woman that I knew, I think she was, I met her in Israel. She was like on Peace Corps or journalism or something in Morocco for a year. And she left Morocco because one, by the way, I think Morocco is an awesome place. Everybody says it's one of the greatest places on earth to visit. They're surfing there. I want to go surfing in Morocco. This is not an anti-Morocco story. This is just something that happened to somebody. She was on a bus in Casablanca or something. And a guy stood up and ejaculated on her neck on the bus. And she moved back. She moved out of Morocco like the next day. Just like a random guy was like, he was camel jacking. You know this girl? Yeah. yeah. I think so. It's this, st- this story sounds untrue. Well, <laughs> take it up with her. No, I hear you. I'll have her on it the podcast. Possible. No, I'll have her on the podcast next week. And you can tell Vice President Harris to her face that she's lying. All right. Well, listen, if you want to call us, give us a call. That's right. If you know what kind of doctor we should talk to, uh, get, let us know. Call us and let us know what style of doctor would know about the cum-based relationship between the belly button and the abs and the sex organs. Two 
is our voicemail where you can leave a secret. You can tell us what kind of doctor to call. And you know what? If you're too timid to call in and get advice on camera or on the phone, why don't you just leave it on the voicemail, what your question is. We'll take it. We'll take it live from there. Also, if you'd like to be on the podcast, you can email us. At EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail. Also, here's a new idea. If, you listening, if you're listening to something, tag your friend if you think they might like our podcast. That's right. Let them know. Spread the word. Endless Honeymoon Army coming at you. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts. And right now, we are about to be on our bed because it's bedtime for me because I woke up very early this morning. So I will say adieu and Natasha, je t'aime. Je t'aime you too.